Guys, welcome to Better Bachelor. This is Joker with a face for radio and a voice for print. Tonight we're going to talk about the the used market that is dating. And I don't mean that, you know, when you first start dating somebody, um, unless you're, what, 13, 15, uh, I don't expect it to be the first time dating. It's probably not going to be the first time you fell in love. It's probably not going to be the first person that ever uh, uh, took your special... Um, cherry away. It, it, you know, it's not the first time for anybody anymore. But what do I mean by the used market? What I mean is that when you go in to buy a car, uh, because that's the most often thing that is purchased used, um, they come in various stages of used. There's the secondhand one that was driven off the lot. They drove it for a month and it was returned and it wasn't quite right for them. But it's it, other than that, it's new. It's got a couple miles on it. But other than that, it's pretty new. Then there's some other ones that, hey, got the job done for a couple years. I like trading it in for every year or two. Then you've got the ones that are in the back of the lot from 1986. The paint's worn off. The interior smells like a, 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 I don't know, an old cat. And uh, it's not looking so good. And and it barely runs. And it's got one flat tire. That's pretty much what dating has turned into is just that car. And I'm going to talk about this because... Over time, it seems that, uh, and I've talked about this a little bit in other videos, but I saw this dating profile of this woman that I'm going to bring up, and I said, I have to talk about this, because it's not just the fact that this is a lot of what's out there for men to choose from, but that somehow, in these women's minds, we should be glad to have this. Okay, so here... This is a dating profile from a 28-year-old, and the heading is temporarily pregnant but single. Okay, first, yes, pregnancy is temporary, usually no longer than nine months, but sometimes shorter the way that women think today. I'm a non-smoker, a few extra pounds, few is very generous in this case. I want to find someone to marry. That's that's their intent, wanting to find somebody to marry. Um, and she's got her pictures up here. Now, this is this is what kind of gets me here, okay, is that this is, as, as men are out there dating and men are trying to, to choose somebody to date, more and more profiles are this, or they're the girl that's in the bikini that's super cute that will only choose the top 10% of men. There's very little in between. And maybe there is some, but it seems that this is kind of more the direction things are going. Uh, now, maybe maybe I'm being exaggerated. May, maybe women have plenty of normal dating profiles out there. But again, for a lot of the average normal guys, they're not getting any contact from these women. These women are all chasing after the the same guys. Let me let me read this, and then I've got an analogy I want to talk about. So she says, "I love Jesus, LOL." So please, no non-religious people. Again, maybe I don't know. I mean, I guess maybe she reads the Bible and some of the verses in the Bible a little differently, because um, I'm not too sure about being. But anyway, it says I've been a single mother to a one-year-old for about a year and a half. And y'all, it's hard. And I'm pregnant and alone again. So first kid who's a year old 
and she's been single a year and a half. So that guy hit it and left. Now she's pregnant and alone again, meaning this guy hit it and left. So number one, she wasn't being smart about it. Number two, her choices in men weren't so good because he's not obviously a loving, want to make a family, let's get married and then have the kid type. And she says, I'll get into details with the right person. I'm searching for a man that will step in and help share the responsibilities of raising babies. Definitely not looking for just bedroom games. So she's, look, she's, and again, maybe there is a guy that will step up and do this, but her mindset is, hey, I've already got two kids. I probably won't want to have any more because it says here, do you want children? It says prefer not to say. So she's got two from two different guys, and she wants you to step in and take care of her accidents, her her choices already. But no fun and games for you. I'm already done with that. She says more about me. I'm starting my third semester of college in August, and I'm super proud of myself about that. I have a lot of free time until August. I enjoy the outdoors, cookout, swimming, trails, zoo. And then she says, daddies, hit me up. This, so... When you see enough of this, guys, and any women that are somehow wondering, like, why are guys not on dating profiles anymore? Why are I, Why am I only finding these losers that just want to hit it and quit it? Because regular men see this enough and they go, this is not for me. Like, I'm, I get no contact from normal, healthy, well-adjusted women, and then I see a bunch of stuff like this. It's a waste of my time. But I want to talk about the husband-wife store. They, they, they did write one about the wife's store, but I don't like the way they put it. So I'm going to read the husband's store uh, because this is a fun one and, and a story that's been passed around the Manosphere. Uh, a story that sells new husbands has just opened in New York City, where a woman may go to choose a husband. Among the instructions at the entrance is a description of how the store operates. You may visit the store only once. There are six floors, and the attributes of the men increase as the shopper ascends the flights. There is, however, a catch. You may choose any man from a particular floor, or may you, you may choose to go to a floor above, but you cannot go back down except to exit the building. In other words... You know, first floor through whatever you choose your guy. And, and if you right, you got it, you get one chance at this. So a woman goes to the husband's store to find a husband on each floor. There are signs of the doors read uh, floor one. These men have jobs. The woman sees floor two. These men have jobs and love kids. Floor three. These women, these men have jobs, love kids and are extremely good looking. Wow, this woman thinks, but feels compelled to keep moving. She goes to the fourth floor, and the sign reads, These men have jobs, love kids, are drop-dead good-looking, and help with the housework. Oh, wow, she explains. I can hardly stand it. Still, she goes to the fifth floor, and this sign says, These men have jobs. They love kids. They're drop-dead gorgeous. Help with the housework and have a strong romantic streak. She is tempted to stay, but she goes to the sixth floor because she's excited to see what the difference is between the fifth and the sixth floors. And she gets to the sixth floor and it says, your visitor, 3,261,496,012 to this floor. There are, no, there are no men on this floor. This floor exists solely as proof that women are impossible to please. Thank you for shopping at the husband's store. And, you know, it's written in different ways and, and it's kind of told different ways, but it's there's too many expectations and there's never enough. Now, they they have an example here of the woman's store, but I think it's a little bit uh, inaccurate because it's too short. Um, but it, the equal for men would be uh, floor one, these women 
like bedroom fun. Floor two, these women like bedroom fun and they will be faithful to you. Floor three, these women have, uh, these women like bedroom fun. They will stay faithful to you and they're good looking. Floors four and up have never been visited because guys would be like, wow, she's beautiful. She likes, she'll be faithful to me and she likes to fool around. I'm good. I'll, I'll, because guys don't have the, I mean, yeah, maybe a guy would take the fact that she makes good money, but we know that very rarely, if a woman makes good money, it's never spent on us. I mean, we're never showered with gifts and free dinners. I mean, the last free dinner I had was for my birthday. And the irony is she forgot her wallet or her cards. And I ended up spending my own birthday, my own money on my birthday present that was supposed to be a treat to me. And she said, I'll get you ice cream sometime. And if I remember correctly, the time we went out for ice cream, I think she forgot her money as well. Uh, but but the, the whole point is that guys are, are very relatively easy to please. They want someone that's faithful. They want someone that'll care about them and, and care about their happiness and be close to them and trust them and, and be intimate with them when their needs need being met. And that's kind of it, but not the case with women. So this is a little story by David Bowles. And uh, I want to read this because he makes a good point. And again, it's that men's choices have gotten... Now, if you're a very good-looking guy or you're very successful, you have a a plethora of choices because women are gravitating towards you. But but it's another case where, again, men's choices are very few and far between nowadays, and the choices that they're getting are not up to their snuff because women are now pushed towards finding Mr. Perfect. They'll they'll sleep and they'll have fun with Mr. Casual, Mr. Good Times right now, but then they're not going to find Mr. Perfect. And when they realize I'm not going to find Mr. Perfect and he doesn't exist, then they they end up settling. And this is the story that I thought of that I, I thought was, I think it's from the movie Saw. It may, maybe it was a spoof of the movie Saw, but I think it was a scene that I had seen when I saw the movie Saw. I did that just to confuse non-English speakers or not primarily first language. So there's a movie in the, and and what it is, I think it's like a a vegan that's trapped in a room and she's given a steak and she doesn't eat meat. So she's like, I'm not going to eat that, but she doesn't get let out of the room until she eats it. And the longer she sits there, the older that meat gets. And the more spoiled it gets until it's to the point where it's rancid and it's going to make you sick. Had she just eaten it when she was first given it, yes, she might not have liked it. It may have grossed her out, but she wouldn't have actually gotten physically ill or maybe food poisoning or something from just eating it. That's kind of how I feel women are in the dating scene today. Is that, you know what, when I was younger, when I was at, whether it was in high school or college or, or in the military or first getting, even 10 years ago, I would date women that I thought were cute. They thought I was attractive. We got along well. Granted, things didn't work out in the long run for, for usually most of the same usual reasons. Uh, but but it was kind of, you know, on the same par. But then I noticed after a couple of longer, longer-ish uh, term relationships of a year and a half, two years, and traveling overseas and being busy with things, in like five to eight, maybe 10 years, things changed so much because all of a sudden I was getting no matches, not even from women my age, not even from women I thought that were around my attractiveness level. Maybe I've gotten a lot uglier than I realize, but all of a sudden it was imp- really impossible on these dating apps. And then I noticed my female friends 
And they were all saying, oh, I, you know, it's just, yeah, I got a boyfriend and things are okay. I don't know if it's going to last that long. And I'd see pictures of these guys. These were good looking guys. They were successful guys. And I'd say, well, what's wrong with him? Oh, nothing. It just, I don't know. He doesn't really seem like he's interested or he says he's not ready for commitment. And these guys were playing the field, every single one of them. And all my female friends, ranging from 28 to 43, 44, all of them were still, you know, being with decent looking guys that were having their fun with them, but none of them would commit. But then when a guy that would commit would come along, she would say, I don't know, he, like he's kind of boring and I'm not really into, you know, it, it's always got to have the best. So this is a story by uh, David Bowles and uh, he writes, I have a good female, uh, I have a good female friend who just celebrated her 33rd birthday. She and about 10 of her closest friends got together in New York City to celebrate her day. At the end, after the cake and candy and catching up and presents, we were finished, uh, or let me try that again. After the cake and candy and catching up and presents were finished, talk quickly turned personal as each woman in the room, all successful and all working good jobs and all well-educated, all touching their early 30s alone in life, the big city, realized they were all a failure at finding Mr. Right. And, and he says, what, this is about 10 women, early 30s, successful couldn't find their Mr. Right and settling down into a marriage and raising a family, even though that's what they said they wanted more than anything. Sure, they were having lots of noncommittal intimacy with anonymous androgynous youngins. Yes, they were living comfortable but isolated lives. And of course, they were yearning for more and more, and that was precisely their problem. As my friend shared her story with me and lamented out loud why she and all her friends were so successful yet so unhappy, the answer to their problem was so clear that I could not tell her directly without sounding hectoring. So I softened up the truth a bit and spoon-fed her a reality not of her liking, but of her choosing. He says, high-powered, successful, goal-oriented women have been raised by a smug, mainstream society to form the idea that only one man, Mr. Perfect, is right for her, and she'll know him when she sees him. And so she wastes decades of her life waiting for that perfect man to arrive, even though that does not exist. People are flawed. Most men are irretrievably broken but a good woman can fix him just by believing in him i don't side note i don't know as i believe that for sure i wouldn't say that men are broken i'd say men are not in tune with society's expectations in other words men are kind of um the way he speaks is like men are are men are are dogs that need to be tamed and trained i disagree i think men are packs of wolves if if i had to pick anything we're we're good in packs we're good around others but we can also be the lone wolf and do our own thing some are okay at following others like to lead but very rarely can you tame a wolf and still have it happy you know a tamed wolf is not going to be happy a trained wolf and and to the alpha wolves to the real independent men uh you can't tame them they are untamable and so they'll never they can do well in the pack still, but they're never going to follow along and, and do what others want them to do. 
So he continues on, there's no such thing as the perfect man or even Mr. Right. I'm not suggesting you lower your impossible standards for finding the right mate, but you might want to relax your checklist for acceptable suitors for fathering your children. Oftentimes, Mr. Good Enough turns out in the end to be your Mr. Perfect because you're able to live through the flaws to see the real goodness in the man that your previous societal brainwashing has prevented you from directly witnessing. Would you give up your money and your career for a man? What about Mr. Perfect? If you'd give it all up for the perfect man, then what about sacrificing a third of it to settle down without settling for Mr. Good Enough? And the happiness you will discover will repay your sacrifice threefold because you will find earnest feelings and genuine love you only previously experienced in your dreams about meeting Mr. Perfect. When our conversation was over, my friend didn't quite believe me. She, de- she decided she would wait as long as it takes to find the right man because cheating herself with Mr. Good Enough is something she'd never, forgiven, uh, never forgive herself for doing. And so I took a pinch of pity on her as I smiled and wished uh, her a good day while also knowing her destiny was to become a bitter old biddy waiting to marry a notion and not, real man, not a real man. And so she will continue to sow the ghosts of her childhood imagination and reap the wild wind trying to find a suitable sire for her shriveling dreams of a brood of her own. You know, I think, I think something that is very telling is that when, when people talk about, for example, women, and they have a, when they talk about a, a perfect guy or the guy that I'm waiting for, Mr. Perfect or Prince Charming, one thing that's interesting is if you ever look at the Disney movies and they talk about the prince, Prince Charming or Prince whatever, you name the Disney movie and there's always a prince somebody in there. When you notice the prince shows up, whether it's for Rapunzel or whether it's for Snow White or whether it's for any of the other princesses that are in these movies, each Mr. Perfect or each prince is different. So Now, of course, they're all good looking, right? But some princes are blonde, some princes are brunette, some princes are darker skinned, some are lighter skinned, some come from a castle, whatever. One was a frog he had to kiss to turn him, turn him into Prince Charming, I guess it was. So he was a frog that she needed to love, and then he turned into a prince. But none of those princes are the same guy. None of them look the same. None of them are the same. Look at Beauty and the Beast. The Beast was ugly, but rich. And of course, when she fell in love with the Beast, then he turned into a good-looking guy. But the, the point being is that none of these men are the same. And so when women picture this perfect man, it's always changing. Oh, I'd like him to be tall. He's tall. Yeah, but I want him to be good looking. He's good looking. Yeah, but he's not tall and good looking. He's tall and good looking. Yes, but he's broke. Okay, well, he's tall, good looking, and he makes a lot of money. Yeah, but he's rude, and he's, he, I, he's not nice to me. All right, what about this one? Well, he's not really good in the bedroom. What about this one? He's too nice. He's not exciting enough. He doesn't, he's not the bad boy thrill me. What about the, and before you know it, they have this long list that it, it goes from 20% of men down to 10, down to 5, down to 3, down to 1, down to 0.0002% of men fit the role that is good enough to be perfect for her. What are the odds that guy wants her? That's the other big thing. And when you go back to, again, this dating profile that I was talking about, hey, look, she's 5'5". Five, five. She's heavy. She's heavy. Uh, 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 but maybe that's not a detractor for some men. Okay. She's also like has a bun in the oven, has a baby on the way, and she has one kid already, and she doesn't want to have any fun, and she wants somebody to show up and help her raise the kids. What's in that for men? At what point does any of that sound good for men? 
And do you know the best part about this? The, the most ironic part is there are still men out there today that would look at her and say, you know what? Her face isn't too bad looking. She's Maybe she's just heavy because she's pregnant. But maybe she's nice and, and she's a little religious and maybe there is something out of here that I can I can work with. And I guarantee you some guy sent her a, a, a hello message. And what do you bet she looked at his picture and saw that he's not Mr. Perfect, and she said, Ew, no, no thanks. He's short. He's fat. He doesn't make enough money. But he, he may not be bringing much to the table, but you're bringing nothing. And and that's where I think the disconnect is. Um, Guess what? Guess what? What is the, what is, what are these women bringing to a man's life? A lot of guys say nothing. A lot of guys say not enough. A lot of guys say, I don't really see anything here. There's nothing here for me. And if that's the case, why should a man marry her? Now, yes, he got her in the motherly way. But I'll go so far as to say, what if a guy doesn't want kids? Or what if a guy says, you know what? I know what the courts are like. I know what divorce court looks like. I'm not interested. Okay, now that guy's not interested in marriage. Maybe that guy's not interested in kids. What does the guy have to gain out of these relationships? Nothing really. The youth is gone. The beauty is gone. The bedroom fun and the, the excitement and the good times are all gone. It's settle down time. We need to be adults. We need to have a family or take care of my family. And you get to be dad. I don't know too many men that are into that. So when you, when you wrap all this up under a bow, men just look out there and they're like, it's an entirely used market. The new ones that I want don't want me. And so I'm stuck with these used these used vehicles coming to me with kids from various partners, coming to me with a, a very high body count, coming to me with poor jobs, not much to offer, and yet I'm ex- I'm expected to be the excited and the lucky one. We're not having it anymore. Just another example of why men have have opted out of dating and relationships. Uh, guys, I, I went a little long on this one. I appreciate you hanging in there with me if you did so far. Uh, for those of you that have donated to me recently, thank you so much. It means very much to me. Best way you can support my work is to like, comment, share, subscribe, and check out uh, my older videos. I'll leave it there. This is Better Bachelor. I'm Joker. And remember, women, you have to stop thinking you're the prize. You have to come to the table and say, what do I bring? And then try to find somebody that has the equal equal or equality uh, the 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 same settings as you do. If you're bringing five to the table, look for a five or a six. Maybe you get a six if you're lucky. But but to have the expectations that women are having today and thinking that they deserve so much more than they're bringing to their side of the relationship, the internet exists now. Men know better. Men have learned, and they're not going to fall for it the same way that they used to in the past. Thank you.